Chapter Twenty Three of Nettie and Becky Stubtail. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nan Dodge. Nettie and Becky Stubtail by Howard R. Garris. Nettie plays the piano. Come, Nettie, cried Mamma Stubtail, the lady bear, one day as she went to the door of the cave house and looked out in front, where Neddy, the little boy bear, was playing football. It's time to practice your music lesson, Neddy. Oh, dear, cried the little bear boy. I wish I was a player piano. What a funny wish, said Becky, who was taking her doll, Elizabeth Jane the Huckleberry Pie, out for a walk. Why do you want to be a player piano, Neddy? Then I wouldn't have to practice my music lesson, said the little bear boy. However, since his mamma had called him, Neddy started to go in. Then Tommy and Joey Cat, the kitten boys, and Jackie and Petey Bow Wow, the puppy dog boys, called to him. Where are you going, Neddy? I have to practice my music lesson, he answered, and he went into the cave house, but he didn't feel very happy. He sat down to the piano and he began to play. Tinkle, 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 tink. Dum-ti-dum-dum-dum-dum-do. Plinko-plunko-smash-o-bang. How I wish that I was through. That's the kind of a tune Neddy had to play for his exercise music practice lesson. And really he didn't do it well at all. For you see, he was anxious to go back to play football with the boy animals. And that's often the way it is when real boys and girls have to practice music lessons. I wish it were not so, for there is nothing nicer in this world than music, and in order to play it well you have to practice. And some day, if you take music lessons, you'll be glad that you did run up and down the piano keyboard with your fingers, when you had much rather be out having games with your friends, for it is very nice to be able to play tunes. But Nettie didn't think so as he sat on the piano stool drumming away and looking at the clock every now and then to see when his time would be up so that he could go out and play with his animal friends. Finally the clock struck five and Nettie finished his practice with a bang. It wasn't music at all, but he did not care. Hooray, he cried, practice is over. Now I can have some fun. Out of doors he rushed, and more than ever he wished he were a player piano, so that all he'd have to do would be to jump up and down with his feet when he wanted music. That is a good way to make nice sounds, too, on the player piano, and I can play one or two pieces myself that way, but oh, how I wish I could play by hand. However, Nettie's friends were glad to see him come out again. They played football and nearly broke the window, in Mrs. Wibblewobble's duck pen, so that she had to run out and call to them. Now, boys, you must go right away from here. Play football somewhere else. So Neddy, the little bear boy, and his friends had to move along and look for a vacant lot where they could kick around their football without breaking any windows. That night, when Mr. Stubtail, the bear papa, came home, he asked Neddy, did everything go all right in school today? Yes, sir, answered Nettie politely. And when you came home, did you practice your music lesson? Yes, sir, answered Nettie. 
and he was glad he had not skipped it as he sometimes did. Very good, said Mr. Stubtail. Then on Saturday afternoon I will take you and Becky to a nice moving picture show. Oh, joy, cried Becky, clapping her paws. Oh, happiness, said Nettie, and he was glad again that he had not missed his music practice. Well, that night, after Nettie had finished his home schoolwork, he wanted to sit up a little longer to read a fairy story. His mamma let him do this, but when it came time for Nettie to go to bed, he had not finished the story, so he begged, Oh, can't I stay up just a little longer, mamma? Then, as he had been such a good boy, Mrs. Stubtail said that he might, so Nettie settled down into the deep-cushioned easy-chair and read all about how the pink fairy turned herself into a pumpkin and rolled downhill so the giant couldn't make a jack-o'-lantern of her. And then quite a lot of things happened. Mrs. Cat, the mother of Tommy and Joey and Kitty Cat, came in to call on Mrs. Stubtail, and Nurse Jane Fuzzy Wuzzy, the muskrat lady, came to ask Aunt Piffy what the old lady bear did for dyspepsia when she ate cheese for supper, and Grandfather Goosey Gander came in to play a game of Scotch checkers with Uncle Wigwam, while Mr. Whitewash, the polar bear, went out to look for a cake of ice on which to sleep, for he always liked things cold, you know. And there were so many things going on that no one thought anything about Nettie. There he sat in the big chair reading the fairy story until he fell asleep. Then, as it happened, all the company went home at once, and in a hurry. And when Papa and Mamma Stubtail locked up the cave house and put the cat down cellar, no one thought that Nettie was asleep in the big chair. His sister Becky had gone up to bed some time ago, and everyone thought Nettie was in bed also. So upstairs in the cave house went all the big folks, not knowing that Nettie was in the chair, and there he stayed until it got real late and dark, and oh, so quiet was it in the house. Why, you could have heard a pin drop, if anyone had let one fall. All of a sudden Nettie awakened. He sat up with a jump and looked all around in the dark. Of course he couldn't see anything, for it was all black. Then, hardly knowing where he was, Nettie rubbed his eyes with his paws, but still he could scarcely see. Then he noticed a little light from the street lamp outside shining in through the window, and he could tell where he was. Why, he exclaimed, I'm home in my own house. I fell asleep in the big chair. Huh, I guess I'd better go up to bed. Nettie stretched himself and was wondering if he could find his room in the dark, without waking everyone up, including Mr. Whitewash, who was asleep on the cake of ice, when all of a sudden Nettie heard a noise. It was right under the window near which he had been sleeping, and he listened to a voice saying, Now we'll break in through the back door, and we'll take Nettie and Becky and carry them off to our den, and never let them out again. Yes, that's just what we'll do, answered another voice and then Nettie tiptoed to the window, and looking out he saw two bad old lions that had run away from a circus. They were coming to get Nettie and Becky. Oh, what shall I do, thought Nettie. Those lions can easily break into our house, 
and if I call out to Papa and Mamma now, the lions will hear me, and they'll jump in through the window and get me before I have a chance to run. Oh, what can I do? How can I scare those lions away? Just then Nettie heard a tiny mousie run up and down on the piano keys, making a little tinkling sound. This made the little bear boy think of something. I have it, he whispered to himself in the darkness. I'll go into the piano, and I'll play the loudest bang-bang tune I know. Maybe the lions will think it's thunder and lightning and guns shooting off, and they may be afraid and run away. So Neddy stole into the piano room, and all of a sudden he banged his paws down on the loud keys as hard as he could. Then he played on the tinkle-tinkle keys, and again on the thunder notes. The lions, who were just going to break into the cave house, heard the noise. They had never heard music in the dark night before, and they thought it was thunder and lightning. Oh, wow, cried one lion. We're going to be caught in a storm. Come on home to our cave. I'm with you, growled the other lion, shivering, and away they ran, as frightened as could be, because Neddy remembered enough of his music lesson to make a thunder sound that he had practiced several times. And I'm never going to make a fuss about practice again, he said. Music is a good thing after all. It scares lions away. Of course, everybody in the cave house woke up when Neddy played the piano, and when he told his papa and mamma why he did it, to drive away the lions, they said he had done just right. Then everything got quiet, and Neddy finished his sleep in bed, and nothing more happened. So, pretty soon, if the trolley car doesn't run off the track and bunk into the dishpan and make a big dent in it, I'll tell you about Nettie and Becky going to a party. End of chapter 23